0: Welcome to the Doorways Ministry Network podcast. I'm so glad you joined us on this podcast. I'm Rick Shields, your host and the director of the Doorways Ministry Network. Today is a follow-up from our previous episode with my friend Bryce Jennings. Bryce is a husband, a father, a talented musician, a dear friend, and a man who lost 90 pounds in just seven months a few years ago. He went on to lose an additional 30 pounds for a total weight loss of 120 pounds. It is a remarkable transformation in his life, and one I I think worth hearing. So, if you would, Bryce, remind us of where you were just six years ago.
1: Yeah. So, uh, thank you for that introduction, Rick. So, in 2017, if you'd listened to my podcast last week, um, this is kind of the beginning of what we had talked about. So, in 2017, it was the worst health year of my life. Everything else was going good except for my health. So my job was good, marriage was good, friends were good. But as a 29-year-old, I my body was just, felt like it was literally breaking down in every aspect. So I had insomnia constantly. There are a lot of times I would fall asleep and then I would wake up within an hour and then remain awake for about three hours. I'll tell you, of all the, the things that I've overcome, that's probably one of my favorites now that I sleep through the night. I can do anything if I've got plenty of sleep. My memory was awful. It was pretty bad. I would have a hard time remembering details, remembering things that had just happened. And you know, in the ministry, that's you kind of want to have memory for things that people are telling you. Or so that was difficult. You know, I'd have conversations and I'd go away thinking, now what was that conversation? My joints were always achy and in pain. And as a piano player, this is it's kind of detrimental to your job my motivation just wasn't there. I just didn't want to, I didn't want to get off the couch and do stuff. And so, yeah, while we're on that topic, my energy, it was the worst. I remember oftentimes uh, my wife and I would have just gotten to the mall or Turkey mountain, you know, to hike and be about 30 minutes into it. And I'd be thinking, all right, it's it's time for a nap. And uh, this is not how a 29 year old should feel. I agree. So something
0: changed that put you on a different path. What happened?
1: So, yeah, leading up to the spring of 2018, Jesse, myself, and another couple were planning to go on our yearly cruise vacation. You know, we did this every spring. And the other couple and Jesse had suggested that we go on what is called the Whole 30, which is a detox for 30 days. You remove everything from your diet that could potentially be harmful for your gut. And so, you know, I can't speak for the upper, other couple why they did this. I actually just asked them last week if they could remember why. and I think they were just kind of wanting to feel a little better, too. They weren't overweight at all. Um, I think they just kind of wanted to feel a little bit better. So the Whole30, you know, it's a strict 30-day detox. It kind of helps you to reveal what digestive problems you might be having. And by day 30, I had lost 20 pounds. And not only that, but I was starting to sleep through the night, and my joints were feeling better, and my energy had already increased. So then after this, I transitioned to more of a paleo lifestyle by really just changing some eating patterns. And I lost 90 pounds between January and July of 2018.
0: Bryce, I know by seeing and talking with you that you have managed to maintain that weight loss. So how have you done that?
1: You know, it's hard because I'm in a lot of circles that don't follow the mindset that I have followed. So I'm often around a lot of circles that maintain these old mindsets that, you know, you can... Maybe go to the gym and you can work out and you can save up your calories for ice cream, right? Or you can work out and you can save it up for maybe ultra processed foods or maybe harmful things that's in your body. But I decided after going through this detox that I didn't want to do that anymore because really I wanted to pay attention to how my body was feeling. And I realized that if we feed and feel our body the way that it's supposed to be fueled, well, your body is going to treat you well. And so you're going to have energy. And then on top of that, your body is going to go down to the desired weight that you're supposed to have. In doing that, I kind of realized that there are three things that I needed to avoid. And I've done this for the past six years. And I know that this is super difficult, but this is what I've done for myself. I have avoided fast food. I've avoided refined sugars. And I've avoided ultra processed foods.
0: Before we go any further, Bryce, please remind us of your medical or your healthcare certifications.
1: Yes, this is a good point because I do want people to hear this. I'm not a licensed medical professional, and if you know me, you know that that's not the case. But I do just want to encourage everybody that the information and tips that I'm talking about right now are just based off of research over the past six years and what's worked for myself And so I encourage you to continue to have an open conversation with your doctor so that you can have the best practices for your body.
0: So we're not going to call you Dr. Bryce.
1: Correct. Because I am (laughs) not a doctor. I'm just passionate about health.
0: Well, let's dig a little deeper. You said the first thing we need to remove from our diet is fast food. Tell me why you think that's so important.
1: Okay. So I believe that is important for a couple of reasons. Now, when I say fast food, obviously I'm generically lumping a lot of places in there i encourage you to do research because there are some fast food places that might not fall into this category but more often than not fast food becomes what i like to call a lab experiment so it's not necessarily food it's a it's an experiment if you do research on this you will realize that fast food industries like to create an addictive product that will ensure that we return right so by the time a cheeseburger is rolled out, say, well, I'm not going to name any places because I, I want everybody to do their own research, but think of just a famous fast food place. By the time that you've eaten a cheeseburger, the fast food industry have done their research and they've actually paid for doctors and uh, scientists to figure out chemicals and sugars and additives that make us come back, Right. And so the more and more that they do experiments on this, the less that it's actually food that we're intaking. So I make sure to be really intent on looking up every place that I eat to figure out what products are in them. So essentially, what you want to do is you want to figure out, can you recreate what the fast food place that you're eating, can you recreate that in your kitchen? If you can cook it in your kitchen based off of the ingredients that they list, then it's probably okay. If you can't recreate it in your kitchen, then you probably shouldn't be eating it.
0: You say that ingredients contribute a lot in this ultra-processed, highly addictive, and highly harmful and inflammatory experience. And you say it's addictive, and then our brain gets rewarded. How does our brain get rewarded in that?
1: Well, so a lot that I've uh, researched because uh, in this process, you know, it's really fascinating. In these fast food ingredients that you will see – there's sugars and other chemicals that are in this in these foods, right? So whenever you eat, I'm trying really hard to not say like fast food restaurants because I don't want to call anything out. But a lot of times when we do eat these foods and there are our sugars, you pull out of the parking lot and right away your brain is rewarded because you're eating this food that has these highly inflammatory ingredients such as oils that we shouldn't be having, sugars and other chemicals that actually do reward your brain. So research has come out to say that sugar activates. Now, when I say sugar, I'm talking about like cane sugar and refined sugar. It activates the same parts of our brain that is activated when somebody would induce like crack cocaine. So, you know, you eat sugar, you eat cookies, um, you eat anything that has sugar in it and you're rewarded right away. No, but this
0: sounds like a joke. Is this a joke?
1: This is not a joke. I I promise this is not a joke. I really wish that it was. I encourage you all uh, to do the research on this. And now when I say research, I'm actually listening to doctors from Harvard and um, doctors that have um, the foundation to back this up. So I'm not trying to do conspiracies. This is is actual truth, that whenever we eat sugar, that it actually does light up the same reward as crack cocaine does.
0: Which is worse for you, cocaine or sugar? (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, yes, I couldn't. Yes. I could help that. Yes, Bryce, I'm going to take just a break here to remind our listeners that we appreciate their feedback. If you would let us know if we're providing the kind of content that's helpful to you uh, by dropping me an email at info at doorways.cc, and and if you have an idea for a topic or for a guest, let me know. We'll work at in incorporating that into our podcast schedule. You're listening to the Doorways Ministry Network podcast. My name is Rick Shields, and I'm joined on this episode with Bryce Jennings. Bryce is a husband, a father, talented musician, a dear friend. This guy lost 90 pounds in just seven months a few years ago. Bryce is talking with me today about his health journey and some tips he's discovered to help others. The first tip he shared was that we need to remove fast food from our diet. The second thing that you mentioned earlier, Bryce, was refined sugars. Talk about that.
1: Okay, so refined sugars, the studies show is that refined sugars treat our body uh, differently than natural sugars. So there are two forms of sugars that can be consumed. Every sugar is in one of two groups. It's either fructose or it's glucose. And fructose is found in refined cane sugars as well as fructose corn syrup. So whenever we indulge in like ice creams, sodas, uh, sugary drinks such as like coffees with sugars or yeah anything like that, And a lot of processed foods, we're consuming fructose. And the problem with that is that fructose is only processed by one organ in the body. And it's only processed by the liver. And that is promoting the process of turning into fat. And our bodies are not designed to manage and process this, especially in the quantities that we consume fructose in America. So if you think about it, if you think about what you eat in a day, If you start off with sugary breakfasts, such as like oatmeals and uh, granola and yogurt, you have a sugary coffee. Then you go to lunch, you're probably going to have some more soda, ketchups, and then by dinner, you're having some more sugars in your food. By the time we have dessert, we've actually consumed so much sugar that our body is like calling out to us, asking us to stop. That is one thing that I've learned about in this process. Fructose is attacking our body. Glucose, on the other hand, while it's still processed in the liver, it's actually processed throughout the entire body. So it's not just attacking our liver. So our body is designed to process glucose more easily, and it's a slower process. So it's not like spiking our sugar.
0: So is it, it, it's okay then, can we binge on glucose? Uh,
1: Again, I don't want to give anybody a recommendation because I think you need to talk about that with your Your doctor, especially if you're diabetic or if there's things that you're struggling with. For myself, I do not limit myself or my family on glucosey foods such as fruit because fruit also has fiber. So that slows down the process even more. And I'm a huge fan of natural fruits because they also have antioxidants and nutrients that help us to stay away from being sick. So for myself, I do not uh, as much limit on the glucosey sides of things. However, whenever you eat this stuff, you're pretty satisfied pretty quickly. You say
0: that you're a huge fan of mixed berries and avocados because they have a lot of health benefits. So how about guacamole and chips? Is that a good snack?
1: Actually, yes. If you make guacamole at home, again, uh, trying to make sure that there's not sugar in there. But guacamole uh, is from avocados, which is actually a superfood. So I highly encourage that. I'm going to talk about this later, but there's a brand of chips that I get called Siete chips. And so they are a healthy brand of chips. So I actually do eat guacamole and chips, and I find that to be a good, healthy snack for you.
0: You also said then we need to eliminate the third thing was processed foods. Why processed foods?
1: Again, this goes back to what I talked about with fast food, but processed foods also become a lab experiment. If you look on the ingredients of most of the processed or packaged foods in the store, there is no possible way that with the ingredients listed on the bag that you can recreate it at home. It's just not possible. And really, those foods are not for that. It's not designed to be a healthy snack for us. It's designed to keep us coming back. There's no feasible way that we can recreate, for instance, we'll say like Doritos or Cheez-Its in the form that it is on the bag. Now, if you wanted to make Cheez-Its at home, you could. They're not going to probably taste the same as they did from the box. But there are healthier ways that you can make these snacks at home. Again, your brain will probably not be rewarded in the same manner because it's going to be all natural ingredients and not those uh, crazy ingredients that the food industry adds. So you have some suggestions
0: then for how to navigate eating at restaurants and foods you can make at home for breakfast and lunch and dinner. As I understand it, you also have some ideas for snacks you can prepare. How could people reach out to you about some of those ideas?
1: Um, I'd be happy if anybody wants to dialogue with me, they can look on my Facebook and they can send me, just shoot me a message on Messenger. Yeah. Or um, I'm happy to give out my email address if you're okay with that.
0: It's okay with me. It's up to you. Do you want to do that?
1: Yeah, it's fine. Um, y'all can email me at Bryce. It's B-R-Y-C-E S is in Samuel, Jennings, J-E-N-N-I-N-G-S at gmail.com. And because I'm passionate about this, I'll help anybody.
0: Bryce, this sounds fairly structured. So how do you stay motivated to keep the course you've been walking for these past six years?
1: I'll be honest. This is very uh, structured in an unstructured society. And it's really difficult because my family um, an extended family doesn't necessarily follow the same structure that I do. So it is difficult. And it's difficult because when we're in social settings and going on to eat, you want to fellowship with people. Because of all that, it has presented its challenges. And over the past six years, it's been a gradual process. But if you go back to what I had talked about uh, in early of 2018 and the detox, this whole process for me in the past six years has been kind of like a renewal of that detox. So I detox and then maybe I'll give in to temptation and I will partake in something and my body will instantly let me know that I should not have done that. I think the motivation that has kept me going over the past six years is that I found success enough and my body felt good enough that whenever I consumed something that I shouldn't, it pretty much punished me for it. So how
0: long should someone expect it to take before they can see any results i mean you lost 70 pounds 90 pounds yeah in seven months right
1: yes and i don't uh i do not know that that is normal (laughs) i'm not really sure and also i had a lot to lose i'm I'm pretty sure that when you have more to lose it drops more quickly right i mean that's what we hear but in my research early on in the whole 30 usually within 30 days of doing a a detox you'll be able to see some sort of a result whether it's on the scale or whether it's you know inches oh let me point out one thing too rick that i want to encourage everybody about so uh, in talking about results uh, in that six months or seven months of time i dropped 90 pounds but if i would have just paid attention to the scale there are weeks that I would have given up. So I do want people to realize sometimes your body is still losing weight and sometimes it's healing itself and it's not necessarily visible on the scale. Mm. So then sometimes maybe I would notice that my uh, clothes would not be fitting like they used to, but I didn't necessarily see a difference on the scale. So this is why I like to encourage everybody to pay attention to your body holistically and don't just look at numbers. Because numbers can be deceiving sometimes.
0: Bryce, uh, we're going to draw our time to a close here. I want to say thank you for the podcast we've had these last couple weeks. It's been really good, I think. And I'm going to ask you the same question today as I did last week. I wonder if you have any special words of encouragement additionally from what we talked about last week that you'd like to share with our listeners as it relates to their health journey. And finally, I'd like for you to pray for those who are trying to find the right path forward. Because it all sounds great, but I don't necessarily think it
1: sounds easy. Yes. Okay. So uh for your first thing, for words of encouragement, hey, if you're listening to this uh, and you are confused about what it's like to eat healthy, don't feel like you're alone because there are, um well, most of us are confused and we've seen so many diets come out from the 1970s till now, a lot of fad diets. And because of that. There's been so much information that's been thrown at us and we're inundated with a lot of like what to do's and what not to do's. So I, I want to put you to ease. Don't feel bad if, you are, if you're confused. If you've tried something uh, before, if you've tried some diets before and they haven't worked, I also want to encourage you, you can do it. Uh, up until i lost 120 pounds, I had tried a couple of fad diets and I lost 20 and gained 40. So you are not alone you can do this. You have it within you. I'll be happy to help you. And I believe that um, if you are intentional and listening to the Holy Spirit, God will give you the um, path and the direction that you need to win with your health journey.
0: Thanks again for listening. I hope you found this podcast to be helpful. Please feel free to share it with others you think may benefit from it. Would you like someone to pray for you? I'll pray for you. And if you'd like, I'll share your note with others who will pray and believe for God to work on your behalf. Drop me a note at info at doorways.cc. Until next time, may you sense God's presence, the love of Jesus, and the grace of the Holy Spirit in your heart, your home, and in your spheres of relationship in the days ahead. God bless you.